Hi, welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. Things will work together for good in the name of Jesus. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for what you're redeeming. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father, that you are redeeming all kinds of things in the realm of the Spirit. We just thank you. This is your day. This is a day you made, and we will be glad and rejoice in it. And we thank you so much for the grace and the mercy that's available today. Thank you for the favor. Thank you for the goodness. Thank you for the gathering that we're able to gather here. We bless George Hammer and his team, and we thank you that they're coming into understanding. They're coming into the kingdom, understanding how it works, and all of our loved ones, our families. We just say thank you. Thank you, Father, that we are conditioned to be at peace with you and with your word. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're hovering over all the chaos in this city and that you're breaking into our midst with peace, with provision. We thank you that you're prospering us. We thank you that it's all about you. Everything is about you. We're not, somebody said this morning, waiting for you to move. You're waiting for us to move and for us to come together. So I thank you. We lift up your word. We lift up, Father, what we've been given from you. And such as we have, we give it in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We're not having any confusion in our lives. We're not having any chaos. We thank you for the best that you have for us. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name. We have the Holy Spirit with us. Like you already quoted, Hebrews 12. He's the first job I ever had in ministry. Billy Adams used to pray this over me. She used to pray this word. He will never, never, never leave you. Have to remember that in dark times. God will never, never leave you. So when there was a shift, when there was a change, I saw something last week, and I'm sure you did, and I felt like God's been opening the gate. You know, Isaiah 28, 6 talks about having strength to turn back the battle at the gates. And I just thank God that he is giving us leaders spiritually and politically all over the earth who can have strength to turn back the battles at the gate. The last week I saw this tabernacle of Moses, but I saw beside it, maybe you have another slide, um, the tabernacle of David. So we go from one style, oh, it's there, but you had it together, I thought. It's two. Oh, well, it should be together, really. I don't know what happened in the hundreds of years in the middle. Okay, go back to the Tabernacle of Moses for a minute. Because we used to teach this a lot. And where you see these circles all the way around, they were the pillars. Now, remember that God did, he showed Israel off 
so to speak, in the middle of the wilderness, just like he's kind of been showing some of us off. We've been in the wilderness, but God's been preparing us. He's doing a mighty work, isn't he? Deep work, deep work. We're finding our place in Christ. And I was thinking the other day about, and I'll get to that in a minute, some things about why we don't have a natural wall of bricks at the moment, because we're learning to live behind a wall of prayer. But here, what happened was, I'll I'll show it on this one. What happened was, there's so much detail here, it takes weeks and weeks and weeks to understand it, okay? But there were five cubits between each one of these pillars. In other words, God was saying there's a grace. So, in other words, in every relationship we have in Christ, there is a grace. You can either walk in the grace or you can be legalistic and fleshly, finger pointing, fault finding, whatever. But we've been taught to walk the love walk. So in every person in here, turn to somebody and say, there's a grace to walk in. There's a grace. There's a grace available. But anyway, I want you to talk about, I want you to think about this for a minute because there are many places in your life that you feel, well, I can't possibly get through this. I can't, I can't get from where I am to where I need to be. So now if you put up the tabernacle of David, this is where we are. I don't know how many hundreds of years it took, but it says unrestricted access into the presence of God. We can all come before the presence of God. So if we look at Amos 9.11 as our scripture, and I want to show the other theme for the month a bit later, if that's okay, because otherwise we can get kind of into a ritual about This is our word for the month. And, you know, it has to be personal to you. But here in Amos 9.11, you see in the Amplified, in that day, what day is that? Today. God says, I will raise up the tabernacle of David, the fallen hut or booth, and close up its breaches. So that's where we are today. God is closing up breaches between people, between churches, between ministries. He's making us into the one spirit that he wants us to be. (laughs) Okay. And what does he say? I will hold, I will build. It is in the day as it was in the days of old. Well, God is doing something very special and music and power of sound is very important, very important. You know, you've heard me say it for years, and it's kind of funny how I opened up the other morning my Bible, and I found this back from St. Mark's. This was a little bookmark in those days. I mean, it must be 20 years ago. And it says, the London Impact, a new sound in Mayfair. And the pub on the corner from the church there, where we, we were there for a long time, 20 years The church was there for a long time. Church has been there for much longer, but we were there as Commonwealth Church. And it says, God has merged a group of professional musicians who create, it's so tiny, it must be like six, I can't read it, who create and release praise intercessors. And I want to say something to you today. God is going to raise up the intercessory prayer life that's on the inside of you. So can you just be open up to that? 
we understand in the, in the days of old, in the wilderness was a tabernacle. And you have to understand the outside world just kind of looked at like, what a load of rubbish. Those are the people who are led by this cloud by day and fire by night. And ministries have come up, especially in America, called Fire by Night. And, you know, that must have been pretty wild for people to look at, oh, those those weird people, those those chosen people, you know, those, those Israelites. I mean, they eat differently, they think differently, they worship differently. Well, that's us today. Huh? We think differently, we eat differently, mostly. We try. <laughs> and we speak differently and we worship differently. I, I mean... We have no interest. We go into these places and I have friends and they come from me and I want to go to Harris or something. I hate that place. No, I don't hate it, but I don't want to go there. I left that, well, I left this world. I've come to the book. I've come to this world. There's a different world in the spirit. And I was really impacted in this last week to hear that how Chuck had come in, our brother who's got a fabulous, incredible prophetic gifting to look into our city. And when you read in Jeremiah 29, I think it is verse 7, if you want to go there, just here. I was, not that funny how your Bible just opened up? <laughs> like, okay, you're really with me. Thank you. The word is good. And the Bible tells us that we should pray for the welfare of our city. Okay, seek, inquire, and require for, and request the peace and welfare of the city to which I've caused you to be carried away. We're all here in London, and we pray for London, for in the welfare of the city in which you live, you will find your own welfare. So I was thinking and praying, okay, why don't we have a building? And the Lord spoke to me, and he began talking to me, and he said, you need to first raise up the wall of intercession. I'm like, well, I did that years ago. He said, no, it's gone complacent. And when Chuck came in and said about this being the mother city to many cities, I've always in my heart carried, oh, an angst, I suppose it is, that we should be interceding. And that's something I have always done on my own. I intercede, I get before God, and he tells me what to do. And... I really pray there's a release that comes in here this morning that stirs in you, deep in your spirit. It's not about your flesh, but it stirs you deep to begin interceding. Now, some of you know that my heart is touched with the music business. That doesn't mean I have all faith. In fact, when I had this email from Bill Wyman, he said, I'm going to read your book. I actually never had faith that any of the Beatles or the Rolling Stones or any of that circle of people would read because to me it was like it was writing my testimony but it was like writing God's testimony to people who won't come and sit in church why because Christians are too groupy they're too you know I saw this person I met that person it's like so what you know the point is you meet Jesus that's the point you meet Jesus so when you live in a city please Pray for it every day. How many of you are praying for London? This isn't to put condemnation on you. To say, good, well, just increase your prayers. Because we're going to step forward into something this morning. 
I'm going to ask the worship team to come back up in a little bit. Let me just teach a little bit more. But I'm going to ask them to come up. Because I feel there is so much in the heavens to pull down. So much. But it's important that we do it right and we receive it. I remember about, I don't know, probably six weeks ago now when I said, I'm going after my inheritance. Psalm 16, verse 6, I think it is, says, the lines have fallen in pleasant places. It doesn't mean that your inheritance is everybody else's. I mean, I love, we love going up to the barn because we love to get out of the city and go up there and feel and find and read. And we like the peace. We like the rural stuff. But the word of God is important for us to have it inside of us. And I understand when somebody like Chuck comes in with a gifting from God and says, you must have the word inside you. I understand what he's saying. Because it's like John 14 or John 16. Treasure the word in your heart. Treasure it. Treasure it for yourself. You know, don't expect everything to just be directed. Yes, God is redirecting London. But, you know, we're a part of that. And don't say, well, I don't have enough faith. Ask God, give me the faith. He'll give it to you. But you have to wait on him. You have to be patient. You have to know he's good. He's kind. And I thought, well, gosh, I was doing this 25 years ago. And most people thought, even people who knew me thought, well, she's just out there. I'd always been this person who'd been kind of out there. Well, somebody's got to get out there. You might feel in your own circle, I'm the only one doing it. I'm the only one prophesying. So, sooner or later, there's two. Then there's three. Then there's four. Then there's more. That's what's going to happen to us. The revival always in years gone by has started with a few people. So come, feel the freedom to come and play your instruments and prophesy. Feel feel the freedom to reach up and pray, be a praying congregation. I love Jude 20 because it says, rise up higher and higher. How? By praying in the Spirit. If you're not filled with the Spirit, be filled with the Spirit. Get filled with the Spirit and speak in tongues. Don't try to manipulate things. Don't try to make something happen. God's going to open the doors. He's going to do it. He's promised us. He will do it. I don't know about you, but haven't you had wonderful answered prayers? Yeah, amazing things. You think, oh my gosh, yesterday I thought we were going to have some peace and quiet. No, we had a brand new boiler fitted in at Calais Street. Thank you, Jesus. Because Tuesday they said, oh, you just, you know, the gas company, you can wait for months and months. And I thought, we can't wait for months and months. Somebody's paid for us to have a new boiler. So the guy came, he was there all day. Not only did he make Every boiler work. He banged all day, made noise all day. I'm the kind of person, I like peace and quiet. That's just I was born as a woman of peace. And I love the peace of the Bible. I love to sit and read it. And I love to hear what God wants to say to me. I love to hear his thoughts to me. And sometimes I think, you know, here we are with an old friend came to see me yesterday. I haven't seen her for ages. And we had such a good time because our personalities just click and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, um, I want to encourage you to pray in tongues more. I want to encourage you to enter the tabernacle of David. I want 
I want to encourage you in our church services to dance around, to feel free. I don't feel it's just about the word, the word, the word. It is important. Jesus is the word. But it's about being doers. James 1.22, I think it is, says, talks about being a doer of the word. Being a doer of the word. You know, we're all in this together. And this is what was so interesting to me about having you, because you're such a good studier, you know, studying out that word about the tabernacle of David. Don't you want to learn more? I mean, I know it's something we wanted to teach years ago, but it wasn't the timing. We wanted to see a new sound in Mayfair 20 years ago, but it wasn't the timing, okay? It's time for the Lord to act. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to watch this video now, the monthly video. We do this. I I don't know how long God's going to have me doing this because it's not about me. It's about him. It's about going around the city and opening the gates. We've opened many gates in this city, and we're about to open a huge one because it's actually already opened, this gate of music. But what makes it different is the intercession. I really want you to see that. And that's what makes it so different, that this gate of praise is God's gate, you know. So you start obeying God, you start walking through Psalm 100, I think it is, verse 4. It says, enter my gates with praise. Enter my gate. You know, you can hear a message up here. You can hear somebody standing up here telling you, go through where you're supposed to go through. But do it in a praiseful spirit. That's easy on a Sunday morning, but how about Monday or Tuesday when the stuff is actually heavy? And there's no reason to have to do it alone. Huh? We don't have to do it alone. We can do it together. So anyway, you've got a... Let's show the video. And you've got one of these announcement sheets on your um, seat. So please take one home with you. Uh, my dream for this isn't, isn't there yet at all. It's, it's that we get the colors right. You know, yeah, it costs money, but hey, every vision costs money. So let's show the video. Where is it up there? Um, And what we did, let me just explain what we did this month. We went outside the American embassy because God says in Psalm 2.8, ask of me, I'll give you your inheritance. It's the nations. So we went outside the American embassy. I'll get out of the way and you can just show it. Hello, my name is Julie Anderson. We're here today in London, standing outside the new American Embassy. And I've had it on my heart that we should pray for America and we should pray for Israel. And I want to ask you today to let the Holy Spirit come upon you and in everything give thanks, the Bible says. And you know, quite often it's hard to give thanks, especially if you live in Israel or you live in America and you have these sudden tragedies happen. And we, we want this conflict to stop and to cease and for people to live in peaceable habitation. So I pray for you today as an intercessor. I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to touch you. How 
can you give thanks in difficult circumstances? Well, you know what? We can give thanks because we serve God and he is high above it all. He's above all these circumstances. He's above everything. So let me pray for you. We're standing here in front of this new American embassy in London, in this area that's going to become the embassy gardens. But it's a diplomatic quarter of London now. Things are, things are changing. Everything is changing. And I believe that we need to change our prayers. And I'm, I'm going to ask you now, in Jesus' name, take a minute. Let the Holy Spirit come upon you. And all those things which have been broken, all those things that need to be redeemed and replaced, we give thanks, Father, not for everything, but in everything. We give thanks, we give thanks, we give thanks, we give thanks, we give thanks. Thank God for something good and begin to climb up from there in the spirit. Thank you, Father. You're making a way where there isn't a way. You're the way maker. You're the redeemer. You're the healer. You heal our thinking, toxic, negative thoughts. Cause our thoughts to become agreeable to your will. Cause us to walk worthily and purposefully. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. We thank you. Come on, we thank you. You can say it. We thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your purpose. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, amen. We do pray, Father, for that new favor between America and Israel. We thank you for that grace to move into this new place in Jesus' name, to the tabernacle of David. We just thank you. Thank you. We have grace to change. We thank you that America and Israel have come together. And we thank you for the strength that's coming into the earth. Amazing strength. We call down this sword over London and we say that every one of us will release the sword, will release the word of the king, Father. Thank you. Thank you. We just stir up the gift on the inside of us. We stir it up. We stir it up. We stir it up, Father. We thank you for the redirection. Thank you for the prayer movement. Thank you for the new worship movement. Thank you. Things are coming together, finally. Finally, finally coming together. We just say thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You know, thank, all you have to say all month is thank you, Lord, for the order of heaven. That's all I'm asking you to do. Say thank you, Lord, for my new job. Thank you, Lord, for my new beginning. Thank you, Lord, for the new grace in my life. Thank you. All you have to do is start saying thank you, Father, for my work being seen by the right people. Thank you, Father. Thank you. The fire has come down. Thank you. This isn't just a portal. Father, this is for good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're not going to miss our day of visitation. Thank you. This is a day of thanks. Thank you, Father, even if it means going on a windy, windy day to the front of the American Embassy. Thank you. People over the world are going to start praying and seeing. Thank you. Thank you that you're with Great Britain. Thank you. The sword is yours. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for the grace to change. Thank you, Father. Thank you so much for the grace in my life to shift into the place in the spirit, Father, where people are stirred, 
Thank you, thank you with what you have planned. Thank you for the favor. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the strength of mind. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Come on, thank him. Just say thank him. Don't expect me to do all the work. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Don't expect the musicians to do it all. Father, thank you. Thank you. You're so good. We will get used to having lives of goodness. We will get used to this in Jesus' name. I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Father. We have transitioned from this legalistic way of learning how to deal with sin, learning how to wash ourselves, learning how to step into, in the tabernacle of Moses, the holy the holy place, Father, there was your word. There was the light of revelation. Because I was thinking, we were singing a song the other day, or I was listening to a song, I don't know. It says, we're going up to the high places. You know that song? Israel, Houghton, I think. Anyway, and I was thinking, well, hang on a minute. We're going to heaven. And when you get to heaven, you're at the level. And I said to the Lord, well, how, do, how come we're going to keep going from level to level, from grace to grace? He said, because... Heaven is full of revelation. Heaven is full of light. And you can have it now. You can receive all the heaven you need now. You say, well, I can't. I'm living with a difficult situation. Well, who isn't? Huh? Everybody's got difficult situations. Everybody's got people, human beings. Wherever they're human beings, there's difficulties. But in heaven, there aren't any. And there isn't like step one, step two, step three. You step into your glorified body. You step into the light. You step in. That's why I love it. Shift, I say to this over London. Shift darkness. Just shift. Go away, doubt and disbelief and fear. Get out. You're not a part of my life. You're not a part of where I'm going. I'm going up. And it was so funny yesterday, just trying to get, you know, food in us and trying to get to the place of peace. And here was this guy, bang, 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 and the boiler wasn't working. And I thought, how amazing that God is bringing the goodness today, this was yesterday, to us. And I couldn't get through the chaos. But God said, I'm bringing a new fire. See, he's bringing, he's reviving each one. I want the worship team to come up. Can you come back up? Because I want us to do something which we should be doing, and you're probably doing out there. But I want you to come up, and I want us to go to war together. When I just wanted to refer to something she spoke. Chuck Pierce is the one we're talking about. I don't know. How many of you have no idea who Chuck Pierce is? Be honest. You do not know who Chuck Pierce is. Okay. Actually, a lot of people, that's good. Most people do. But Chuck is, you know, to say the least, he is known truly as a legitimate prophet in the earth. I mean, he is. It's just the way it is. Uh, we met him years ago. He used to have him come over. And he was here just a few days ago. And what Julie referred to was so cool because, again, it's so wonderful when somebody who, you, who hasn't seen you, knows nothing about what you're up to, we haven't seen him in a few years, confirms, you know, what's been said in your spirit. So as he's prophesying and he's sharing, and he did, he said, the thing about London is that the Lord told me that it is the bridal city of the world. That's the phrase. He said, God told me it's the bridal city of the world. 
the bridal city of the world. While Israel will remain the capital, he said, our, my, my father, he said, what God said, while Israel will remain my throne, London is the bridal city of the world. That means conception. Listen, conception, marriage, bridal, marriage, man or woman, husband and wife, babies come. It means this is a city that's announced by God to conceive and to bring forth new things that he has for us. But then he went on to say this. Now, does this sound familiar? At, I think 15 minutes on the tape, it says, in London, he said, there must come, ready for this? You guys listen? Anybody here listening? Well, you are, I know, because you're... He said, there must come a revelation of sound and worship. So I'm sorry, but that just tickled me because that's what we're talking about. That's what God's been telling us. And that was like the 15 minutes and the 22 minutes and 30, because I still remember the numbers. As I part, 22 minutes and 33 seconds. He said, he said, you must hear this. You must hear this, England. You must hear this, England. There has to be a revelation of sound and worship. And I'm telling I'm just saying, I say, you know what that did for Julie? And I went, bless God, we're hearing the voice of God. We're hearing the voice of God. In other words, this isn't just some idea of us. And, and we do, it's not to praise Chuck, but he is a globally recognized prophet. It happens, the stuff that he does, his books, he writes things that five years before they happen, and then they're all there in his book, they happen five years after over and over and over again in his books and stuff. But anyhow, there has to be a revelation of sound and worship. And that's what we're in the middle of. Amen. The bridal city. We're here to birth some stuff to touch the world. Julie, I'll give it back to you, worship. You can carry on. I mean, it's funny being one because he's just like, part of the message, we are the message. We are the message. And we have to be it more. Thank you. It was great. But I want you to pray. Actually, I, what I want us to do is, he said this was a land of giants. And I know each one of us have a different giant. Yeah, do have, go ahead, stand up. But the music world is a big giant. Media is a big giant, Annie. What you're doing is a big giant. You know, but I was thinking about David, and I was thinking how David took Goliath out one stone. And I feel like, if we'll start doing with the worship, in the worship, as the worship carries us, just carry us. And we're, even God's put us in this place. You gave us the history lesson on this place. There's something about in the realm of the Spirit. Just trust us. Let the Holy Spirit stir. You don't just pray in tongues and speak in tongues or blow the shofar or whatever it is you like to do to be loud, you know. It's fine. God's, God is huge, not because he's huge, but because he has influence everywhere. And everywhere we make sound, everywhere we can pray, everywhere in London we can go singing a song, we can go into the supermarkets, the underground, the buses, wherever. Okay, so just let the Holy Spirit continue to keep stirring you. So, the worship in the church is breaking out big time and I think we've waited for it a long long time this church has always known and sensed God was going to use us in a special way and it's not by accident you live where you live it's not by accident you do what you do it's not by accident that you feel this so what we're going to do is we're going to go to war in the spirit 
going to give thanks. That video was about giving thanks, Ephesians 5, 20. At all times, at all times, and for everything, giving thanks in the name of Jesus. We give thanks we've got President Trump. We give thanks we've got the move of the American Embassy to Israel. We give thanks. Okay, in everything that's happening, going on around you, give thanks for what God is doing. It's quite miraculous with the royal family and people who've got the voice of the media. So yeah, you can, if you want the full word from Chuck, we can send it to you. Just email Gosha or Bobby or someone to help me do it tomorrow. But let's just... Let's take this Goliath out. Why is the music business so important? Because it's Satan's ministry. So any place Satan can trigger you, you know, any place he can trigger you to put yourself forward, that's bad news. We want to be a holy people. And that's why we want to keep hearing the word. We thank you, Lord. We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday 